0: Hello, welcome to this week's Blood Red podcast. Uh, I'm Andy Kelly. This week I am joined by Neil Jones, fresh from a week off. Right, Jonesy? Two weeks. Oh, two weeks off, sorry. Uh, Christian Walsh, fresh from a lion after a, a late start today. right, all right, Walshie? Yeah, I'm not too bad. And uh, Ian Doyle hasn't been fresh since about <laughs> 1987. Um, you okay, Doyley? No. No. Uh, Doyle's still suffering an England hangover from last night. We'll get on to that a bit later, but the big news... Uh, today, heavily trailed, of course, uh, was the signing of Sadio Mane by Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool sent 30 million quid, uh, Southampton said it could rise to 34, 36 with add-ons. But uh, I don't think we need to worry too much about the add-ons, Jonesy, because they tend to be things that we'd all really like to happen. And if, if they do happen, they're worth a lot more than 4 million. Yeah,
1: I was to say 30 million of these poor, it's just, I suppose, is the, the way to look at it, isn't it? 36 of he's a success. I think you'd pay £6 million if it meant he was scoring 20 goals a season and Liverpool winning trophies. Do uh, you like him? I don't know, to be honest. I'm really, really unsure on the signing. And usually I'm quite positive on, on, on Liverpool signings, even even though history tells me I shouldn't be. I always think they've got something and there's something that can work with them. But with my right, there's just, there's just, last year United were linked with them in the summer and I thought ooh, that's a lot of money for, for him, you know. And it's more this summer, and it's Liverpool. Um, he's he's got some good good attributes. He's he's obviously got some. He's he's quite a, a decent sort of all rounder, isn't he? He can score headers. He can score left foot, right foot. He's got a bit of pace. He can play in a few positions. But he he looks he looks very streaky to me. I, you know, <clears throat> one thing that struck me when I was looking through his goals was he scored against Liverpool in the League Cup in December. And then his next goal was against Liverpool in March. Sixteen games, it 16 was I games. think. Yeah. And and I mean he was playing, uh, you know, he was playing pretty regularly. I know he had a bit of a, a bit of a set too, didn't he, with with the club? I think at, at some point. But he streaky players, I don't like them. And Ben Benteke was a bit like that. Benteke was one who score sort of fifteen goals in twenty games, and I wouldn't see him for fifteen games. I, I I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he's he's a bit more consistent than that. But I think if you were asking me would he be the person I would have supported Liverpool's top target somewhere
0: no, no I wouldn't. Dory, I'm going to skip you because I feel like uh, we, we need some positivity uh, arriving here so I'm going to go to Walshie um, Christian you you wrote a piece today um, saying why basically why you felt that fans were being underwhelmed by the signing and a lot of it was basically based on the fact that this wasn't a signing a name that uh, maybe we didn't know so well coming from Europe and um, or even like a really star name. It's just someone who's been in the Premier League for a couple of seasons, done well. But um y- your thoughts was it was a little bit sort of, you know, too too familiar to fans to have that sort of that real appeal of an exciting signing.
2: Yeah, it, it feels quite a functional signing to be honest, which is strange given the sort of play that he is because he's you know, got electric pace. He's a bit erratic sometimes. And obviously he's cost thirty million pounds. Very rarely do you spend that sort of money on on a functional player, but he, it's very much a box ticker for me. He's 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 quick. He can play out wide. He's not the technician, that for me. You know, and Lallana. Are. He's he's a different option in that three behind the striker. Um, and I think I mean, I think they've looked at what they need in the summer, and he sort of ticked all those boxes for them. Strange that he's the alternative to Goethe because he's a completely different player. So, whether that sort of once you know Goethe's the pursuit of Goethe's obviously not going to work out, whether Klopp's decided, well, we'll go a different way. Um, you know, I, I think he's a good player, I, I share Jonesy's reservations about his, his consistency. Um, but I feel that Klopp is the sort of manager who could maybe eke out that little bit of consistency from him. And you know, where does he's good. Sixty percent of the time for Southampton, maybe can turn that into eighty. And I feel it's a big fee, obviously, but we don't really know what a big fee is anymore in a, in, in modern football. This TV deal, it all just feels very skewed. When like like Troy Deeney are getting bids of twenty five million pounds, <coughs> obviously the Southampton issue is an, is another one because it just feels yet again the rule sort of sorts have been done there. Um, but he is he scores goals I was having a look through all his goals it was a nice little compilation online before he's a good finisher he like goals to the team and I just think he's got a bit of potential about him now whether £30 million is, is is the is the sort of price you want to pay for that but it wouldn't surprise me if you know Klopp can put a, a rocket up his backside and, and, and see him move to that next level so it's gamble um, and it's probably not as positive as you thought I would be but at the same time I do feel that the options are slightly limited, despite what Klopp says, with the lack of Champions League football. I think he's probably found that out over the summer himself. And then, um, you know, just have to see whether he is the, the sort of player who brings the attributes to get Liverpool back into the top four.
0: Dory, Christian, I want to talk about what Christian's mention there of being a sort of box ticker and you know, with pace, lots of, you know, brings goals. You wrote a piece this week um, <coughs> for The Echo about. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, because a box ticker to me feels like, you know, the, the sort of one that will would get transfer committee approval in terms of, you know, you have the list, you, you find out who matches the criteria on your list and then you go after those players in order until you get one. Um, your piece was saying the opposite and, and basically saying that you feel that this is very much uh, all the evidence points to this being a Jurgen Klopp signing.
3: Mm. Well, he, he was a big fan of him when he was uh, in charge of Borussia Dortmund, obviously, when Mane uh, played for uh, Salzburg. Yeah, Salzburg Melbourne that's Melbourne. it, Red Bull. Um, the thing that I'd say is, you were expecting the other two to be positive and me to be negative. I think it's going to be the other way around. I actually, <laughs> think, I actually think he could be all right and the reason is... It could, could be all right. That's as good as a
0: doily endorsement gets, everybody. It could be all there right. There
3: is a point to this. There is a point to this. Obviously, me and you were a, a bit older than the other two here. Um, but this whole kind of star quality, big name, marquee signing stuff, that's all relatively recent. That's all... In, you know, even 15 years ago, people didn't talk about that. The, I don't see, as Christian said, that I don't see there's anything wrong with box ticking. Because if you're signing players who aren't ticking boxes what on earth are you signing them for I mean he's obviously Jurgen Klopp knows exactly what he wants you know he needs a bit of width he needs more pace out wide he needs someone who's going to score goals from midfield and you know the lads mentioned his goal scoring record he's got 25 and 75 for, for Southampton that's one in three for somebody who's not a forward that's pretty good going I know he plays on the right or left for, for Southampton and you know the, the way that they play their strikers tend not to score a massive amount of goals then that's been the same for Liverpool this season as well. You know, the strikers well, I mean, haven't got a the, lot.
1: The issue is that what Liverpool always find is that the players who've played well for Southampton and Swansea and teams like that can't replicate it. And I, my, my concern is he's not outstanding for Southampton. They're not buying Southampton's best player and then asking them to... to, to can, they're, they're buying someone who's inconsistent at Southampton and then... I've got to see what he can do in the glare. That's more unforgiving. And as if if he goes 16 games out the goal at Anfield, we might never see him again. You know, you can't. People like Adam Lallana have never been forgiven by Liverpool fans for not producing enough numbers. And I don't think I I saw his interview today. first thing that he described himself as a striker, which I think that tells you where he wants to play. And Mm. I think I think I'd be surprised if he's used as a sort of orthodox winger. I, I don't I don't see the level of Consistency that marks him down as a, a game changer for Liverpool.
3: Well, maybe, maybe he wouldn't be allowed to go for 16 games without a goal at Liverpool because of the other options that they've got there. Maybe they don't have that at Southampton, and maybe you, we've also got to bear in mind, as I mentioned, as, as you mentioned, that um, Klopp liked him before Klopp came to Liverpool and before he came, he went to Southampton. It's interesting. That's, that's, that was how many years ago was it? Was it two, three, four years ago? Twenty-four. He was the last replacement, wasn't he? Well, well, that's it. Yeah. That. So even before then, Klopp was a fan before what he was, saw him in the Premier League. What I
2: will say about Manny is that his, his upbringing in, you know, central Europe. Well, he was at Mets for a while, but once he starts it hit the big leagues, and you know, not, you know, Ripples salts big. Obviously, Austria's not a big league, but it's a big club, big enough club. Once he hit that he's, he's been under managers who like to play the high pressure yeah. and you know, tempo. Schmitz at Leverkusen now and in that 14 season, it was similar to Liverpool's actually in terms of I think they got over hundred and ten goals in thirty six yeah. games. Um and then he obviously went to Southampton under Cooman, who you know obviously we'll know about from the blue half of the of the city now. Um and he's he's also the type of manager who likes him to press so he'll be coming into a side the, the comparisons to say like a Benteke or a Carroll are a little bit off to me, just because I feel that he fits more in with a, a Klopp side. Um, you know, he, he should integrate a lot quicker. I mean, I remember when Liverpool signed Adam Lallana, and everyone was saying, myself included, what a brilliant sign, and he's going to fit into that 2013-14 template so well. And then in comes Mario Balotelli, and then they start playing and it just didn't work out um, so, so where
0: are we seeing Mane fit in while we're talking about that because obviously I mean I see sort of if you look, if you said no say with the squad we've got at the minute and obviously it's still time for a change and other new arrivals. but if you have a fit Sturridge you place centre forward if it looks like last season you probably play three behind so you've got four there haven't you of Coutinho Firmino, sorry, Firmino, terrible. Uh, Lalana <laughs> and now Mane. So are we are we looking at at a sort of, you know, there's your three plus a good sub to come in uh, and rotate as necessary in terms of fitness, or you know, fitness injuries, um, game in terms of you know whether you need Mane's pace or. Bit more guile from Lalana, perhaps.
2: I think Klopp will have a lot more time to plan for individual games, a little bit like Rodgers in 2013, 14. And um, obviously, this is one of his strong points. He's really good at you know game by game management. sort also got lost in the shuffle last season because he had so many, you know, nine games in February. Which
0: is presumably why we did, apart from finals. he see well, you know, that's another story. But those individual cup games, obviously, were. You know, we did fantastically. Yeah, he knew
2: what he was doing in terms of how to combat strengths and weaknesses of the opposition. So I think you'll see a lot of that. I think he just, as I said, he gives something a little bit different. I mean, he played centrally for Southampton more than anywhere last season. But I can see him getting used out wide a little bit more just because I, I don't see where else he would fit in. I mean, centrally, you're taking out one of, say, Lallana or Firmino or Coutinho and I'm moving them out wide. And I don't know. I mean, of course, you've got Jordan Ives, Shea Ojo like that as well Rigi, Rigi, mentioned. Rigi, he could know, easily come well if you're playing one back. and
0: three behind you would think Rigi would have to be presumably coming from the right as one of those yeah. those three um I think he's gonna play on
3: the wing I don't think there's any doubt about that yeah 100 percent he's playing on the wing I don't really have a problem with inconsistency be, if as long as he does something if you have got players inconsistent and he's scoring one in three and he's playing on the wing and he's setting up a few goals you don't mind that if that's all right yeah, if you're one and Liverpool... three is one
0: and three, but I mean we're referring back to the that 16 game streak of that if that's his inconsistency. Well, then that goes that's...
3: To what that's the gamble you take with any player that you buy. I mean, certainly, I think... certainly at that. I mean, Liverpool can't, as you mentioned, yeah. Liverpool aren't getting into top, what top what, rate players because so, why on earth would Liverpool? That's exactly,
1: that's that's exactly the point I was going to make. Is that Liverpool? If Sadio Mané was any good, not any good. If he was as good as Liverpool hope he's going to be, he wouldn't sign for Liverpool. No. Because he would have ambitions greater than Liverpool. He would be thinking, "I'm going to play in the Champions League. I'm going to play, you know, top level." Top
0: but is it th- is it that Liverpool need to unlock that potential, and then those clubs might come calling?
1: Possibly he's only 24, and I mean that is. I think Christian wrote a piece earlier in the summer about you have to get the monies before they become money. You know, in but terms it'll of, save us a lot of money. There's a lot of money and money is yeah. isn't there? Yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, in terms of. Why why not why wait for them to prove themselves for two years or to, to, to develop for two years at a Southampton or a Swansea or an Aston Villa or wherever else? Why not take the plunge? But isn't it and, and isn't it because a, a
0: club like Southampton who have who were finishing what did they finish? Sixth,
1: was it? Seventh?
0: Sixth, six, six, six. Yeah, it's okay. That, that that's a you know, very good finish above Liverpool, as their fans have been very keen to point out on social media the last couple of days. Um, but it's club like Southampton can can maybe take that gamble more than Liverpool, where expectations are undoubtedly higher. And for you to throw, but you know, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. Obviously, we'd I'd much rather Liverpool pick them up two seasons ago for 10 million. Um, but you know, isn't it easier for clubs like Southampton to maybe take that gamble because they they can, so as we spoke about, can you know live with that 16 game? Um, Non scoring streak worth it. you know, that's an absolute disaster at, at, at Liverpool. But,
3: but the players themselves, if there's a 30 million player, he's not going to join Southampton, he might join Liverpool. Does that as well? I mean, Southampton have got all this money from all these players that Liverpool are buying, but they're not spending an absolute same amount of fortune on individual players, are they? Because even if they, they can't, but they're not because the players don't want to go there.
0: Well, I mean, Southampton undoubtedly, and I, you know, this isn't anything I've looked into, but I'll bet you can find quite a few players that Southampton have paid seven, eight, nine, Six ten, years. ten million for, mm-hmm. who've been absolute, you yeah. know, who've, who've uh, been bombed out. Well, then,
1: well, then, well, then the alternative is that you look and say, well, Liverpool won't do that, but what are Liverpool doing instead? And is it any better? What Liverpool, you know, in terms of, is it any better to? Well, they, Liverpool are
0: almost trying to get them before that 10 million stage, aren't they? They're yeah. trying to get them either through the academy or bringing them into the academy very young, and then making them your own players, or um, or buying, you know, paying the money when these players are relatively Premier League established, like Lalana, Lovren, Benteke, uh, Benteke and I mean, bear um, in mind that Liverpool did,
2: you know, scout them extensively in 2014. You know, when, I mean, he at, when he was at Salzburg. So yeah,
1: I mean, I do, I do, I do think that's a little bit of a red herring as well because Christian has just sort of said himself, they scored a hundred goal. Red, if, if a team, Red Bull Salzburg scored a hundred goals, I think it was Mane and Soriano, Soriano, from Jonathan, from and Soriano scored and, 40, yeah. and listen, if your scouting team aren't noticing, then then you've got the wrong scouting team in place. You know, same with Klopp. Probably half of Europe's score. got yeah, it, you know, if, they... if, if someone scored, if if a, if a club. In the top league, top level league in Europe, he's scoring 100 goals in a season, and two players are responsible for 60 of them. Then you're scouting them out, and you're sending someone over to Salzburg to watch them. So I obviously understand that he would have been hawked around Europe. That's someone if he's playing for Red Bull Salzburg, he could have gone to a number of clubs. So I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he was. You know, other people missed out on him. Or could, of course, they could have signed him, but I don't think it was sort of like. Liverpool, had, you know, come back from the, the red wreck down, down. You know, open form being said, there's a, there's a lad here scoring goals. You know, don't tell anyone. You know, he was in, he was hiding in plain sight. I think... sorry, I want,
0: sorry, I wanted to come up back to the issue of where he plays, and and you had a different take on this in a, in a piece from this week where um, you suggested that Mane will arrive as a replacement for Philippe. Coutinho. Well, I, did, I didn't exactly <laughs> you, say that. Didn't Well, you
3: say pretty that. much I did. Said, I said that Defend maybe yourself. there is a little bit of... What, basically, the question was, you know, why are they signing him? And there's obviously all the reasons that we mentioned, but another one could be that perhaps Klopp is protecting himself a little bit by getting a bit more strength and depth in those positions. Should Coutinho go? I mean, let's face it. Coutinho has arguably been Liverpool's best player for the past two years. He's not playing the Champions League next season. Paris Saint-Germain have been linked with him. They clearly want to sign him. Whether he goes or not, it's a completely different issue. But if he does, then at least Liverpool now have somebody. He's not the same type of player, but you've got Firmino there. We've mentioned Lallana. If they all move around, then there's somebody else to come in. as another option on the wing or perhaps centrally. I don't so, see if there's any problem. In, so in he's in that.
0: protecting his position going well, forward. Well, Should it happen? Then, and
1: then what with the Coutinho money in terms of you know if they're sustainable for fifty million? Where would you would you strengthen that? On but Coutinho, they'd have
0: to sell him for at least fifty million because surely with Coutinho you start at Sterling and go upwards, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. I mean, o- okay, he's what four or five years older than Sterling, maybe. Wolf when he went, no, no not, it's even not even what it's was was it was just, two, three, two or three. Yeah. Okay, so you know, even you know, yeah. you know, he he's already proved himself far so, more the, than Sterling. So he hasn't
1: got the English, the English, um, what's, the, what's the word, yeah, the English premium,
0: premium, EPS. yeah, but. God, we don't need that after last night.
3: There won't be, be many A players uh, with English passports. I I the, th- the other thing about about Mane is that if we were talking about him as a player, I think if it was ten million pounds, everyone would say, "Oh, that's not a bad sign." But it's the fact that it's thirty million pounds, and as Christian said before, if Troy Deeney's going for. Around thirty million. It, well, he hasn't gone anywhere for thirty million, well, know, Troy Deeney. Let's face it. I mean, well, okay, this well, figure's someone, been touted around. Someone's but. bid twenty-five million for him, and it's been turned down. You can't argue with that. that that's a fact. So, by definition, he's worth more than twenty-five million pounds. So, <laughs> if that's the case, then thirty million for a place. Just we're going to see more of this this summer. We're going to see uh, lots the, of the, very the, odd. I think the price, fees. the price tag's another one isn't it No.
1: It's not my money, it's not, not any Liverpool fans' money that, that's going... I think Fan, if, fans get what, very what, what get protective of it What protective about is, mm. is that they see other players going for similar fees, don't they? And they think, well, if we can get... Like, almost like you'd say, I mean, there'd be Leicester fans probably saying, why are we bidding £25 million for Troy We could get Sadio Mane for, for £5 million more. You know, A lot of Liverpool fans worrying about Mkhitaryan at the moment, isn't it? And saying, oh, he's going for a similar fee. It's not always that cut and dry. There's, there's a lot of other factors. But... Well, I think it's just when you look around, and you think, is that the best you can get for thirty million pounds? Is that, is that, you know, is that the only player that we could have got that would have improved that team? And I don't know. I, I just have my doubts about money, especially as the fact that you, you're only getting seven eighths of a season out of money. You're missing a month. You're missing a month of a, a, a potentially a crucial month. You could have cup up. You could have league cup semi-finals. You could have big league games going into the new year. And where's your thirty million pound man?
0: I mean, I the last time we did the pod, we spoke about, it and I was saying I feel like we needed a real, you know, absolute star, and and sort of Doherty said to me, okay, who are you buying? And I, off the top of my head, couldn't come up with anyone. But I mean, uh, I mean, I think isn't is isn't there a strong argument that says you leave your thirty million pound signing and you go straight ahead and go right? I'm assuming the money's in the bank, but if we're going to sell, hopefully Take Balotelli. Etc. Plus the normal thirty million into the pot. We must have money to spare. If if FSG are, you know, properly supporting the club, which we can only assume they are, the you know, forget that and go straight in with a, for a fifty or sixty million pound player. Now, you know, who would I go after? I was I was thinking about it after this pod. You you like I'd go go and get Kante from Leicester. You know, he, he's you know Kante, uh, Chan Henderson midfield. I mean that that absolutely dominates most midfields in certainly in this country for me. Um, Dorley is shaking sweet. his head. Everybody. Sweet. What, what my, my thesis? I want. Where are you? I mean, okay. How, how much would you have to pay to get someone like uh, Kante? I'm, I'm thinking, given that you know, Leicester didn't pay huge money for him. He's won a title for them already. I mean, I, I I think you could you could get him for in that bracket of 50-60, and I'd be quite happy to pay it for him. For you camp, know. For yeah. Kante, yeah. Um,
1: I, I, I think he's, a, he's an excellent player I, 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 I think he'd be a very good player for Liverpool I, I don't think I'd be paying that much f- for him
0: well, but if you think then we can get him for less that's even more <laughs> yeah, of a deal yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, if exactly. you're thinking he's a, you know, but then
3: he's then not the 50, 60 million and he's, not, and he's not a star whatever. yeah he's not a star he's going to get the pull to his race and that's what the fans want that's well, what they're complaining about people and saw Kante just, at the, of,
0: the heart of a, of a title winning team a he was I mean I'd you know if you look Vardy, Mares, and him, of the three of them, in terms of who would transfer best into a Liverpool team, Kante, well, I mean, Marez would, well, would as well. Well, would be the one that but
3: if you're going to spend sixty billion million. No, I mean, I just think Kante well, all helps you dominate. 60
0: pounds. I, want
1: all, I want all three of them and the Walker Stadium, I think, <laughs> or whatever it's called now, the King Power, sorry. No, I mean, I just think,
0: you know, someone like Kante can help you dominate games you know, has the durability that we've seen in in the Premier League, and you know, and players of that ilk who are, you know, have got, you know, got a title to their name, or they they've just done it. And I, you know, for me, you wouldn't get for me if you bid thirty million or whatever with add-ons, thirty four or whatever, for Kante, Leicester wouldn't even think about it. For me, I just don't think they do. Not at that money. Who? You know, they've obviously got that very good scouting system that Steve Walsh has got set up there. And um, but for me, they're not—they're they're just laughing at a 30 million bid. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, a bit more, maybe another 10, 15, whatever. Yeah. For you know, I, I think it could. Could prize him I away. Well, it then
2: becomes an issue, though, doesn't it? Are if, if you bidding money? Just, any player, I just can say, are you bidding high money just to say that you've spent the high money?
0: I mean, the, the thought about the job he'd do, Christian, he would be absolutely fantastic for us. I mean, we know he's a brilliant Premier I don't League see player. How
2: he comes to Liverpool, though, that's, that's the big sticking point. Because he's that, got right? Champions
0: League football no, at Leicester. the moment, you're yeah. saying. But, well, the hope that Liverpool are a bigger club than Leicester, that, and the, potentially on the assumption that Leicester can't do it. Again, whereas you know Liverpool potentially should be one of the clubs that could. Um, but you know that's we also all. Also have
2: United, City, Chelsea, Arsenal. This is true. Tottenham to pick from.
0: Does it's he? Because I've just got told he wasn't a massive star. You know, so. Yeah, no,
2: no, he'd be a massive. he be a massive. He's a massive player, but he's yeah. not a star. You know. Yeah. Like, like if we're talking about stars here, the biggest star Liverpool fans, from what I can see on social media this season, this preseason, once is Mario Götze. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah so we're so gonna I get sandwich. No, like he's always, he's always bubbling under. He quite, you know. I think that's died down a bit with should have been fairly underwhelming. Rigid, at the Euros. Even beforehand, you know, he was when he was linked originally, everyone's heads fell off. He done nothing for the past
3: two seasons. He scored the winner in the World Cup final. And he's just <laughs> rested on his laurels ever since. I would like to point out that Andrew Kelly was amongst those who was not having his head fallen. No, he was. <laughs> <ever laughs> right? You yeah. were very much grounded, but I, I still,
2: I've still seen today because I, I, I wrote that. Uh, article about you know marquee signs and what it entailed, and people are still saying, I can't believe you've you've compared Gater to to Mané. Gater plays for Bayern Munich in Germany, and Mané plays for Southampton and and Senegal. Well, he, number one, he can't help from where he's born, you know. That's that's you know the fact that one was born into the German national team and one was born into the Senegalese national team. And secondly, you know, it, he's been on the Bayern Munich bench for the past two for the past two seasons. He's been hit with loads of injuries and you look at that sort of thing is that really alright he's a big name because he scored in the World Cup final and, and he was under Klopp at Dortmund but Klopp, Klopp loves him doesn't he it's yeah, obvious that yeah. and, he's you know, really the club did want him but there would have been a far better reaction to him signing than Mane I'm almost certain
3: when over the past two years you could argue Mane has done far more I think the TV money as well is everyone's going to have to kind of like rewire the brains over how much is yeah. a £50 million pound yeah. player yeah. Yeah. which is so you know, a, couple a couple of years ago we were laughing at David Luiz going for £50 million to Paris Saint-Germain now you wouldn't even bizarrely you'd go oh, yeah fair enough is, yeah. Is, he, he's done this at Chelsea he's won the Champions League won the oh I think he won the League he's played for Brazil in the World Cup oh yeah I can see that so that was that's, that's so ago. that's the
0: fee issue looking at the Southampton issue uh, sounds a bit like the Scottish question doesn't it the Southampton <laughs> issue um would would there be as much um doubts and to coin a bad phrase, fume, Jonesy, yeah. um, if we'd signed him Manet from Crystal Palace like a sort of Balassi or whoever, you know, um yeah. who's a you know, similar type of wide man pace and always does well against Liverpool who we're always signing. Um do you think it that 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 element of it would 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 have been eased if if it just wasn't Southampton? I don't it depends
1: who because You'd argue, wouldn't you? it? just, it's just, and it's all hypothetical. But let's say Crystal Palace then. You'd say, well, Crystal Palace, you know, bottom half of the Premier League. You, you know, oh, Crystal Palace compared to Liverpool and at least Southampton are. I've played in Europe and uh, I've been sort of, I've qualified for Europe and been in the top top half of the Premier League. Pretty decent side. I have played some good players there. I do. I get the point because I always thought with, with with Rogers. I always thought he was terrified to go back to Swansea after after the the initial summer. I always thought, you know, he probably wanted Ashley Williams quite badly at some point. I think he was terrified of you're not getting another Swansea player. You know, you know Ben Davis as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he went, that was another one, wasn't it? The, the, the following summer, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do, do we listen to social media a bit too much? Do you know us as a as a foursome, Do we do we take that as the the stock position of Liverpool fans? Because I oh, know there's a different there's a different majority think. there. Get, isn't you'll definitely get a different response. You know, I, I've just just been with a couple um, earlier today who, who were absolutely absolutely delighted. You know, oh, he's a good player that man. I've seen him at Anfield. He's, he's top level. you know, He does this and does that. So I think I think you you have to sort of Remember what the what the um, the equilibrium is and, and where it sort of lies. My personal opinion is I, I think I'm I'm waiting to be convinced by him. I'll I'll I'm, obviously you give him a chance. You give every player a chance, but I'll, I'll wait and see what he does. He wouldn't have been like signing, but fair dues. Others others maybe will be a little less um, less patient.
2: I think it is a case of wait and see, Um, and there's no guarantees, that's the thing, there's no guarantees it'll be terrible like some people are saying, there's no guarantees it'll be successful like others are saying. I had a little look at, it was interesting, Klopp went back to Salzburg the summer after Mane, Um, went to Southampton and got his teammate Campbell, Um, similar sort of fee, similar sort of player, yeah Klopp brought him to Dortmund, bombed. Absolutely. The right. he's at he's, exactly, to, yeah, at a, he's just started to rebuild his career and he's back and he's at leaving. Terrible, now. terrible haircut. Awful haircut. <laughs> Awful proper Slovenian Western haircut. Boys. What's a haircut? I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 650 for you. <laughs> but, but that just shows, you know, Klopp and Zork or whoever was, was, you know, doing those deals. They can get it wrong. It's a winger from Salzburg who had really good numbers, came for a fee of 10, 12 million and, and didn't do anything.
3: I think the mm. other thing that's got to be pointed out is of all the four players he's bought so far, this is the, probably the only one that any Liverpool fans have actually seen play. Yeah. Well, we and shouldn't... I, go, I mean, the people get very
0: annoyed with us saying, oh, you haven't seen... It. A lot of these people watch, um, you know... will every,
3: every
0: week. You know, well... <laughs> yeah, there's, there's lots of fans who are, they've, you know, absolutely no, right, football against, mad. They've watched these players. They've seen, watched, they've seen, they've they've seen
3: players. the likes of him against players that they know as well. Yeah. So they, they can judge how good they he is. They can put them in context, yeah, yeah exactly for yeah. sure. I think another thing is that... One thing with new
1: players is, have you seen them when you didn't know Liverpool were interested in them? As in, you know, have you have you seen... I remember Conor Planka, I remember being in Norwich with with you, Ian, mm. uh, this season, Liverpool going for the title. I remember... Yes. I remember I, I, uh, he had a drink. He was, yeah, I had a little drink. <laughs> and, but I remember a guy who also had a drink next to me telling me that he'd seen Yeva and Conor Priyanka and if Liverpool had signed him, the league would be already wrapped up. And, listen... I don't I know you have these people who watch a lot of European football and more, more than I do. This guy wasn't watching the Nepro. He wasn't watching the Ukrainian League. He'd seen him play for England for Ukraine against England a couple of times. Have you noticed these players this lot have you have you been watching minds with no thought of Liverpool and, and gone Loris Carrius, you know, like <laughs> player Joel Matti Mark Gruic, I just happened to be watching Red Star Belgrade against, you know, Partizan. No. When you know Liverpool are interested then you start watching them and forming your opinion of them. And that, that's what you get. And I think you find you get players now who all of a sudden are linked, and all of a sudden people have really strong opinions of them. And I, don't, I think their opinions have only been started to be formed once Liverpool's interested. I think those opinions also have already got some form of bias because we're only human.
2: Yeah, yeah and yeah. we've all you got are, our snap yeah. judgments, and, and it's hard to, it's hard yeah. to shift them, really. Yeah.
0: Well, um, listen. We'll will leave Sadio Mane there. We certainly wish him well in a red shirt, and uh, hopefully the the you know the the, the well-founded doubts uh, around the, the table. Let's hope that he uh, he can put those to, to bed and has a fantastic uh, few seasons at, at Liverpool. Uh, we'll just finish with a we can't not mention uh, the unmentionable from la- <laughs> from last night and uh, England. Um, I mean um, as. Uh, very proud of the Northern Irish team at, at the Euros, and thought they were unlucky to go out to Wales. There wasn't much in that game, um, but uh, was hopeful that sort of England would keep sort of patriotic, patriotic sort of further going a little bit longer. Um, and everyone was certainly, I think, in their heads looking ahead to that French clash. Doily, um, this is a case of, isn't it, that England fans now know how Liverpool fans felt. Um, under a manager who just wasn't good enough
3: no he wasn't I mean that's the worst I've ever seen England play ever in 30 odd years watching them I mean they've had some bad games but that was just and the worst thing is is that you know we're all we've all watched football for many years and forget it's Roy Hodgson it's just there's somebody there picking this team and you're just going what what is he doing you've got so many of these players are playing in the wrong positions and he's tried stuff out before the tournament starts and then he's trying it out while it's going on you've had Two years to work out what you're supposed to be doing. He didn't it's seem just, to know what just, his formation
2: yeah, was. You look at all the pre-tournaments, you know, expectations and, and 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 all the you know expected lineups and all the papers, you know, Guardian, Telegraph, whatever. And he ends up with Daniel Sturridge on the right wing, Jamie Vardy legging it round in the number ten, Wayne Rooney like it's a holding midfielder almost, deli Ali God knows doing what. It's absolutely unbelievable. Then Marcus Rashford on the left wing. Yeah. You, to be fair was, was
0: he, he was the one bright spot he was the one bright spot he yeah. it was right? just yeah. sadly United you
1: know player I mean that's it he, he had, people say 10 out of 10 qualifying well that makes it worse because that that means you had room to manoeuvre and, and to, to sort sure, out how you, you, you wanted to play if he wanted to he had two games against San Marino he could have put me you Doyle, and Christian as his back four and then just experimented in the front and said we're going to <laughs> what we're going to do today is we're going to deal with a situation where we're Couple of men down, or with a man down, we're under a bit of pressure, and we're going to see how we w- cope on that. Yeah. We're, we're going to play, we're going to deal with a position where we put a midfielder into the defence because we might have to do that in a tournament with a chase in the game. He, he went to that tournament with five strikers, and everyone went, Oh, brilliant, he's got five strikers. He's played three of them on the wing, one of them in the midfield, <laughs> and the other one, I don't know what he's done to, he no, he to Harry Kane. He's zapped all the, energy uh, from him. I read him. something,
3: I can't remember who it was that did it today, but I read something that. Basically, the problem with England is that almost all of the players are players who weren't spe- they, they could have played in almost any position and just played yeah, exactly yeah. the same yeah. because they don't have, like, he's a left they back. Go? I'm going to play him left back. Apart from the keeper, right? He's he's a striker. Play him up front, keep him there. He can't really do anything else. He's a, he's a defensive midfielder. He does that. He's a right winger. He does that. He's a right winger. You know, so I'm not going to go through all the positions. Yeah. But, you know, it, they've all kind of just merged into trying to be these all round footballers. That's not just happened overnight. This has been years and years and years. The academy, which I know that speaking to people at various academies in the past, that they were saying that the way the system is now, that, that in getting players who are playing seven out of ten, 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 out of 10, out of 10 rather than players who so you can do all, kind of do everything okay, rather than players who can do something brilliantly, yeah, and other yeah. the players should be in the team if you can do tackling and heading and positional oh, sense brilliantly. You're playing at the back if I'll you can yeah. if you can score goals. Brilliantly, but you can't defend. You're playing up front instead of trying to get them to do all the stuff that they can't do. A lot of
0: this has to be looking at the game was mental, though. Christian, wasn't it, in terms of that they were gone in terms of you could see it in their it eyes almost the, you know, as soon as they yeah. went went behind. They were uh, uh, the
1: conclusions phase was the heads
3: fell off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That, was, that was, <laughs> it, it? was partly because but, the team was so young. If you look at some of the ages, of some of the players, they were just. You know, Owls died. Twenty-two was, hours. Those, those, but, uh, but was but, was little novices' It he he was, wasn't. It you wasn't. Know, Wayne Rooney, was, Rooney yeah, couldn't them, yeah. couldn't Pile put in then. a cross
0: and couldn't play a five-yard pass without but, it going astray. But
3: then, where was he playing? Should have been playing up. Yes, Neil. I'll let him make the point. It only only sure. cares me today is that
1: England had the record all-time England goal scorer
0: Pl- playing, playing centre-field
1: for the entire tournament. In terms of and in every single game, they needed the goal at some point. And yeah. at no point in any of the four games did Wayne Rooney go up front and they go, listen, me, stop, stop stop pinging the ball he, around because we only want you to play a five-yard. Stop drilling it. There's one he put last night to Daniel Studdage. I, I, like, he nearly took Studdage's head off. He you know, like six <laughs> yards away from him and he just blasted it him because that's what he likes to do. He likes to hit the
3: ball there. Right. I hadn't thought of it like that. He sucked Rooney off and put Gary Cale up front.
0: Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Take Gary
3: Cahill
1: yeah. off Rashford
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rio R- R- Ferdinand was talking after the game on the on the telly, and he and he said games like this underline just how important a manager is. Yeah. And this is almost yeah. bringing it back yeah. well, to Liverpool again. Just bringing it back yeah. to Liverpool again in the sense that they're not going to have the best players in the world because they don't want to come. So it's going to be up to the manager to to yeah. sort it out, and, if, and that, that's where this season is. We're going to find out exactly what. Yeah, Klopp's made up. Let's bring you a
1: little bit back to Liverpool.
3: That reminded me of that game last night. It reminded me of the worst
1: Brendan Rodgers days when he'd given up on about nine of the players that were in his team and he decided that he was going to produce this incredibly clever tactical plan where he was going to move players into this position and he was going to turn Lazar Markwicz into a brilliant right back and he was going to make Jordan Ive a wing back and he was going to, you know. He'd trying to be play. Walter Smith, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Across yeah. the park. Who wouldn't want to be on <laughs> But no, he you know, he he decided I these players I don't trust them to win it, so I'm gonna try and win it. I and mean, when it's yeah. Roy Hodgson doing that, then I'll tell you what i tell you what how
2: else it made of Rogers for me in his final days is that Hodgson like Rogers did sort of betrayed his own beliefs by the end yeah. of it. Yeah. Look, Roy, you play four, two, three, yeah. one, you have a hard working fella on the on yeah. the wing like Adam Lallana, you have Milner, uh, Milner team, you, you go for that, that's what worked for you, but because of that absolutely mental forty-five five minutes against Wales, you decided to play six strikers. We're, we're
0: assuming, that, I mean, I, I was astonished about Lalan not playing last night, we're assuming that he wasn't recovered from that he foot injury. Be. No, no,
2: he was like we said before the game, it, it was a tactical decision. So, I finish.
0: mean, I, I find that astonishing. He was, he was for me, undoubtedly Le, uh, England's best player uh, throughout the tournament. He certainly was in the top two he couldn 't really i, yeah. I don 't see how you can put anyone much above him, yes, yeah. of course he had a couple of chances, and, as we know, not brilliant at finishing them, but he was getting people playing he he gets people uh, behind the fences because yeah. he 's got that he 's got the 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 most underrated aspect of football, and i 've been saying it for years is control of the ball. everyone talks yeah. about oh I can do this so he 's got you know about controlling the football and than being able to do something with it, it's just underrated as a skill. And Lallana just tends to have the ball under control, doesn't he? Yeah. And for all his, you know, weaknesses that everyone who supports Liverpool are well aware of, you know, he he, he was. I think he suits international football, Lallana. I think he, you know, uh, whereas you know when tackles are absolutely bombing in in the Premier League, perhaps sometimes he doesn't, but you know, he, uh, you know. He showed a bit of backbone, I thought, for Liverpool last season, and yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him again I'll this go, year. But... I'll
2: go on record. I'll, I'll say Lolano was the. <laughs> no, i was England's best player at the Euros. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got obviously. no doubt in my mind. He got taken off three times as well. Mm. But yeah. it's interesting. Just to go back to obviously his place is under threat most probably with the Mané arrival. So it's it'd be interesting to see what he's made of next season.
0: Finish up. Who's winning it, Jonesy?
1: My tip was Spain before the thing and obviously that's got down the wing and because of the manner in which Italy so comprehensively dethroned the Spaniards, I think they might just be the the ones that go all the way. Italy, I think well, they might be annoy the, the whole world with, you know, attacking, defensive minded football, but I think they do it very well. I think they're the one they're the team that can stop any of the attacking Yeah. Talents. I'm very worried about
0: Italy having been uh, a fan of Germany all the way through the tournament, and uh, they don't, it really tells me Germany have never beaten Italy in a competitive match, so I'm very worried about Italy, but still sticking with Germany. Uh, Walshie?
2: Well, I said Croatia would win it, didn't I? And I said Mark Janka would be top scorer. <laughs> well, uh,
0: that was and out was, zero and zero <laughs> for those two, isn't it? He says uh,
2: Chara the would be the, uh, the, best, uh, the best surprise of the tournament, and he could it. He was, was quite surprised. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, um, I know Portugal will dog it to the final and, but they will come up against Germany and get passes.
3: I said at the beginning France would win it unless they played Germany and given yeah. the fact that Italy are probably going to beat Germany I'm going to stick with France.
0: Well, that's it. We can... Hopefully then forget about international football uh, and get back to uh, Reds pre-season and that Tramier, uh, that Tranmere uh, uh, big game next Friday. Looking forward to heading across uh, the river for that. You'll have all your build-up and coverage of that in the Echo um, next week. Uh, but listen, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to Jonesy, to Walshie and to Doyle Tune in again next week. Uh, and uh, yeah, up the Reds.
3: Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 11 euro per maand met Mijn Sim Only. Nu met 100 minuten of sms'jes en 2500 mb 4G internet. Kijk op Ben.nl.